Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Scattershot. Wow. It's got four in it, Cole. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's neither 4, 14, 24 or 34. It's 40. Yeah. Um, right. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening yeah. this far. Yeah. Thanks for getting us this Good far. Good God. Uh, that means people have listened nearly 40 hours of us talking bullshit. Yeah. Fuck me. Well done, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and well done for everyone I know for listening to 33 years of bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, 40. Yeah. Someone, uh, I think the first thing that springs to mind to me is Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to think that we've stolen your hearts. <laughs> Dear Scattershot ears. <laughs> looking at you. Um... Yeah. I can't think of anything with 14, to be honest. Uh, this is 40? Is that a film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is a film. Of course it is, yeah. Well yeah. done. I've not seen it. It's, like, it's quite good. Yeah. Very yeah. uh, decent. It's <laughs> a nice 200 of you. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you for uh, doing this. Uh, obviously, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. If you probably haven't realised it, we're introducing ourselves a minute into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got some good stuff. We've yeah. got some good stuff. Uh, we're yeah, going to yeah. cover uh, a, a current release, yeah. and we're going to talk about... Um, Something old. Yeah, I've got a couple well. of TV shows as well. A couple of TV shows. And uh, yeah, then we're going to play the Scattershot Test yeah. towards the end, uh, where I will be uh, chucking questions. Don't forget to insert the music. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we'll not forget. I'd already forgotten. Although, if you haven't forgotten, and I'm saying that, oh, you've already done it. This is a bit like Days of Future Past now. <laughs> Are we just going to disappear? No, I'm still here laughing. All right. <laughs> so a bit like a buffering gag, yeah. but it didn't quite work. Uh, cool. Okay, so what do you want to kick off with? Oh, we might as well kick off at Edge of Tomorrow. Yep, let's do it. Uh, went to the cinema and missus uh day before yesterday. Um, yeah. Um, what should I say? Right, Tom Cruise. Stars Tom Cruise, directed by Doug Lehman uh, and Emily Blunt. And Tom Cruise plays uh, a major who's he's kind of... Um, it's like a poster poster boy for the for the army, and there's been an alien invasion, um, like a hive-like alien race called the Mimics. Nice, nice name. Yeah, good name. And and they've crashed. They haven't crashed down. If they've attacked her through through like meteors, and uh, and they've decimated all the cities and stuff. And 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 we've kind of had a couple of wins against them. So now we're going to France. Almost like a D-Day landing kind of thing, right? Okay. On the on the beaches for one final push to actually, you know, deal them some serious damage and win the war on this alien race. Anyway, and he's the poster boy, and he goes in to see Brendan Gleeson. It's all based in London. He, oh. he actually he actually turns up in London in a helicopter on Trafalgar Square. Wow, is he wearing yeah. a baseball cap? Do you know what? I don't think he wears one. Hey, maybe that's I didn't, what... But to be honest, I forgot to look. Oh. Yeah, because I was so engrossed in the film, I actually forgot to look. So, oh, wow. But he, he may he may have one. <laughs> He's looking a little bit old, Tommy. Yeah? Yeah, a little bit, but he, he still looks good. Cool. But uh, yeah, anyway, so he lands in Trafalgar, so goes to see Brendan Gleeson, and Brendan Gleeson says to him, you're going on the front line, and makes him makes him go on the front line and he's completely un- untrained anyway so he turns up actually they taser him and he wakes up in an airfield on a British airfield mm. and they kick him and he wakes up and they take Bill Paxton is oh, really? the sergeant major in this army like the sergeant he's telling him what he's going to do and stuff and yeah. anyway so he's like I shouldn't be here and that anyway goes to the combat across, across the pond and in this wicked battle this wicked epic battle very much like saving Private Ryan he um he, he shoots down an, an alpha mimic. Now, these mimics, the, these aliens look really good, actually. They're very sort of fluid, almost metally, kind of a little bit Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. but also more 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 metal than organic. They move very quick and that. Anyway, in, in this battle, he manages to kill himself and an alpha. And as he kills himself with a bomb strapped to his chest, the blood of an alpha goes on him. And he just wakes up where he was uh, on the airfield. And that's it. And because this thing's bled on him, he's 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 got this power to keep going, keep reliving the same day. So it takes him days and days of, of doing this, and it is proper Groundhog Day. It really is. I mean, he he dies, you know, hundreds, hundreds of times. Uh, and and then he find and then he realizes that someone else has has had this power that he's had, and it's Emily Blunt. So he has to try and find Emily Blunt every day. He has to keep, you know, escaping from from this army base. Find Emily Blunt. Yeah. 
training training with her to train up to be this this absolutely ultimate weapon and then and then try and win the war um yeah and it's it's a really good film it's it's really funny the, the amount of deaths is unreal i mean it's and they they really explore the deaths in a really comical way I mean, he dies all the time in really strange ways as well you know he'd just be running and then just something will just hit him or a <laughs> ship will land on his head and he'll just wake up again and yeah. he, he remembers everything yeah but so yeah that was, Why do was that the, was no, that it was uh, I got you, babe. Oh, that's it. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You can talk with Grand all day, aren't you? <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not, not just this morning. Yeah. <laughs> what radio station do you listen to? Uh, so yeah, so he keeps waking up. Yeah, he keeps waking up. Really, even saying that. So, as 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 he first started, he was this rubbish soldier. The suits they wear, these massive metal uh, like exoskeletons. Yeah. He can barely walk in it to start. <laughs> and it's quite good. He's like a bumbling, clumsy idiot. Yeah. And by the end, he's like the up the ultimate weapon kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was just a really good film. All based in London. The whole film is is London. I didn't uh, get that from the trailer at all. That's no. a really good surprise. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a nice surprise actually. When you realise, I mean, it, the, doing that helicopter landing in Trafalgar Square, that's impressive on its yeah. own. And around that area, they must have shut it off for ages. There's a, a bit on the bridge when you see an alien invasion from a bridge. I can't remember what bridge. <coughs> probably London Bridge, but yeah. it, it, that that it was impressive as well. Um, yeah, just a, a great all round film. Emily Blunt's really good in it. Tom Cruise is, is really good in it. Um, D- D- Doug Lehman, the director, uh, who done Born uh, Identity and, yep. and produced the, the other two, um, done a great job. Just done an actually sterling job here. So, uh, yeah, top top marks, really. Excellent. Um, yeah. What would you give it? Uh, I'll give it an eight. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it as well. We come out there thought, yeah, that's a wicked little film, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing this. Yeah, I mean, I love a bit of sci-fi. Yeah, and yeah. I love a bit of time travel as well. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, they're two elements that, are, that are perfect, perfect yeah. for, for this film. So uh, cool. Okay, uh, two word review. Razor's Edge. Okay. Yeah, it's got a sharpness to it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I've, I mean, I definitely want to see it. Yeah. I'm all, all over this. That's Edge of Tomorrow, which is on current release. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly recommended. Go see yeah. it. Okay, I'm going to talk about a, a film that I saw. Again, I've seen a film. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember why I, I bought this. Um, it's quite an old film. It's called Deadly Pursuit. It's from 1988. Remember it well. Um, starring uh, Sidney Poitier and Tom Berenger. Uh, high, high-level cast here. And um, <clears throat> I think I, I was on Twitter and I saw... There's a, there a movie critic on there called Scott E. Weinberg or something like that. Yeah. And um, they were just talking... Him and some other people were just talking about it. Yeah. And how like, it was a, an example of a film where the uh, title changed. Right. In America, it's called Shoot to Kill. Right, okay. But over here, it's called Deadly Pursuit. Yeah. I think because uh, just before they were set to release it over here, um, there was some shooting or something. Right. So um, they changed the, changed the name. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of it. But it sort of piqued my interest. I was like, oh, I'd quite like to watch that. Yeah. Um, so I managed to track it down. I got it off Amazon for like three quid. Might, yeah. it might, might, might not even been that much. And um, watched again. And I sat down with Nat, and we, you know, had a little movie night. Yeah. And chose Deadly Pursuit from nineteen eighty eight to watch. And um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the uninitiated, it's the story of um, cop Sidney Poitier, and I think this was the film that brought him out of retirement. Oh, okay. Um, uh, who uh, is tracking a uh, sort of uh, robbery killer man? Yeah. Uh, robbery homicide yeah. person. Um, and at the start of it, you see a wicked little heist. Um, well, not heist, like a sort of kidnapping slash extortion uh, attempt. Yeah. And uh, this guy, like the, the robber, you never see his face. Um, he's always sort of one step ahead of Poitier. He's yeah. like a, uh, he's a cop, but he's like an FBI field agent sort of thing. And uh, he really gets under his skin because he manages to get away from him uh, without like w- without a trace. Right, <clears throat> he pulls off like a really wicked, uh, like diamond heist, and he uh, yeah. uh, kidnaps someone, and he's like a mean, mean bastard as well. So he's killing people left, right, and centre. So he city re- party, I really want to catch, really wants to catch him. And what happens is he tracks him to um, a remote like mountain town, yeah, where he's he's get, he's basically being transported through the forest by uh, Kirsty Alley, 
okay. who's a uh, who's like a tour guide. She's like a mountain person. So Sidney Poitier goes there to to you know follow this guy, and he finds out that they've all gone into the the mountains, like into the forest. So he basically recruits. Uh, Kirstie Alley's boyfriend in the film uh, Tom Berenger the sniper himself yeah um, <clears throat> who's like a big gruff bastard and he's like alpha male sort of thing silverback like you ain't gone in the fucking forest me <laughs> this is my land that sort of thing um, he's real grumpy yeah uh, and you know Poitier recruits him and they go off after him right and again much like uh, Enemy Mine from last week like it's um, yeah the buddy movie. Yeah, where they don't like each other yeah. and then they have to sort of like speak on their own terms and then they learn to love each other and they help yeah. each other sort of thing. Like Who's that. the killer in this? It is um, uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Oh, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. The big motherfucker from Shawshank. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and the Krogan. Yeah, yeah, from He's Highlander. From Highlander, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do not underestimate your, <laughs> your opponent, Colin. <laughs> That was uh, Sean Connery. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for it. Thanks. The Presidio. Uh, yeah, the, the Presidio Adventure, as my brother called it when he got confused with the Poseidon Adventure. Um, <laughs> but it's got it's full of faces that you go, oh, it's him. Oh, it's right. that person. And you think, oh, they, yeah, they must yeah. have been in everything. And it's like someone you saw once in an episode of Cheers. Um, right. But yeah, it's full of it's full of people. Beautiful scenery. Yeah. Like shot in the... I don't know where the mountains are. I'm just going to check. Um... Well, IMDb says the rugged mountains of the Pacific Northwest. Now, seeing as that's not the Pacific Pacific <laughs> Northwest of London, I don't know what the fact is. All no, about. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great little chase film. I love a chase film. Yeah, yeah. I, you know that, and especially with those little like ding, 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 like little scores underneath. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That was from, that was Commando. Yeah, Also, sounds very much like the uh, Metal Gear Solid song. Uh, yeah, music. it's a bit well, the yeah. way you do it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do it accurately Colin. that's why <laughs> like the fucking polyphonic spree up in here uh, yeah it's a great little film yeah uh, it's quite funny all the way through yeah um, you know Poitier and Beringer uh, they work they off bounce each off each other they do they really yeah. do and you know Sidney Poitier is just immense yeah yeah. Great he's with anything he says like you know I haven't ridden a horse so <laughs> like, like, and then, yeah, there's a real funny scene about him like because he like he doesn't know fuck all about the the wilderness. Yeah, he's very much a city boy, and Beringer keeps calling him a city boy. Very funny scene where he gets on a horse, and it just like, the classic movie one where the horse just goes off where the fuck it wants. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's just like, oh, come on, horsey, come on, sort of thing. <laughs> and it's just brilliant. It's really like, real yeah. nice, tongue in cheek. But the um, the action scenes in it are fantastic. Right, there's a, a really good like suspenseful scene on a. I don't know what's. I don't know what you call it. It's almost like a. Uh, like a weird little makeshift tram thing yeah. that they they've built over a um, over a ravine, right? And uh, basically, Clancy Brown sabotages it. Spoilers, and uh, uh, Beringer has to make his way across this like by hanging on a rope on this like mile deep ravine yeah. thing. Really quite tense. Um, yeah, I remember the film being tense. Actually, I remember. Yeah. It, yeah. Because very uh, pretty to look at and very tense. Yeah, I think it achieves its tenseness through Clancy Brown being such a badass. Yeah, he, yeah. he's literally killing people the entire film. Yeah, it's quite violent as well for yeah. him. Oh yeah, 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 Re- yeah. really violent. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a, a climax. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. There's a climax on a ferry, which is just it's just a fuck off shootout. Really? Yeah. I mean, if it was, it, I don't remember that. They had a little bit more money for pyrotechnics. It like it could be part of a John Woo film. Bloody hell! Like it's just bang, 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 yeah. bang all, all the way through. Um. So I mean, I think that's where the tenseness comes from because Clancy Brown could like kill Kirstie at any point in time. Yeah, like yeah, enjoy yeah. it, just do it. There's no no reason not to. Yeah, um, and she's lovely in this. Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hot, um, and she's pretty good in it as well. Yeah, yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah, I mean, there's elements of it. I mean, you can you can see where something like Cliffhanger, which Got, was yeah. like early nineties. Yeah. I mean, this was eighty eight, and Cliffhanger was I'm gonna say ninety three ish. In fact, I'm gonna look it up whilst I'm talking. Um, Who's the bad guy in that? It's uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. And that bloke from Extenders. And, and, and no, yeah, Vaseline from from London's Burning. <laughs> so was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? You fucking love London's Burning, didn't you? <laughs> I mentioned it a lot in here, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? Uh, oh, he was going to be... Uh, he's playing a gangster in... Uh, everything. Yeah. You know, all those football factory films and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody he, name. He's a, he's a proper naughty geezer, mate. Yeah, Rise of the Foot Soldier. Craig Fairbrass. Craig Fairbrass, yeah. that was it. Always a little bit disappointed that he's not in uh, Right Said Fred. 
Don't know why. Um, but yeah, if it's got that that feel to it where you've got like the strong female character where yeah. it's like, you know, like, oh, I can make a fire and I'm not scared of snakes and all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can see where that got it from. Oh, get back to my original thing. 90, yeah, 93, cliffhanger. Well done. So you can Excellent. kind of see where that the, the comparisons come from. I think it yeah, look, yeah, definitely. Lo- looks pretty similar as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just a bit more snowy in cliffhanger. Yes. I like cliffhanger. Yeah, it's okay. Cliffhanger. I watched it not so long ago. Again. Still well, still stands up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, all the bits where they're either clearly on a soundstage yeah, right. or clearly like just in a hut. <laughs> yeah. A great. Anytime where there is like on a rock face yeah. or something like that, it, the resolution goes down a bit. It's not very well shot. Right. And uh, there's loads of bits where they're just sort of r- pretending to run through snowdrifts and it's clearly a stage. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, HD doesn't do it any favours whatsoever. <laughs> And Lithgow just eats the scenery. Oh, yeah, I remember him being really cheesy in that. Yeah. yeah. And the. Uh, he probably overacts that he in that. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael Rooker's in it as well, so that's pretty Oh, cool. yeah, of course it was. Yeah. yeah. I love Michael Rooker. Yeah. But again, that. that uh, Vice Ventura ruined that for me. Race Ventura, uh, when nature calls at the start, when they rip off Cliffhanger, when the raccoon is hanging off him. No, don't I don't remember, remember it. it. No, oh, it was the very start of Ace Ventura. I think I've only ever seen it once. The sequel, uh, When Nature Calls, I'm sure it was that one. And he's, it's the, <laughs> the start of uh, Cliffhanger because he loses his girlfriend, yeah. doesn't he? He drops her from the line, or he drops a raccoon oh, off, right. off the line in, in Ace Ventura. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny when I was a kid. <laughs> Have you ever seen it since? No, not for years, no. Do you reckon it's shit? I uh, don't reckon it's held up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Deadly Pursuit. It's a good little film, really good little film. I, I highly recommend you just seek it out if you've not seen it. Yeah, uh, and if never miss it, it. Yeah, never miss it. Absolutely. And uh, if you have seen it before, then uh, maybe give it another go. I don't yeah. think it's aged very badly. I'm going to give it a. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay. Give it a seven. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's, it's good little film. Yeah. Um, two road review would be Mountain Pass. Okay. It's a pass. It's a pass. And it's on a mountain. So, uh, yeah, Deadly Pursuit, or uh, Shoot to Kill, if you're in America. Uh, Check it out. Okay, now I'm going to talk about a new TV show that's uh, exclusive to Sky Atlantic called Penny Dreadful, and it's uh, it's meant to be a new horror horror show. Mm. Um, it's directed by <sighs> whilst Colin's looking that up, I'm actually eating. Moment, so if you hear a noise, it's yeah. Me well, the, well, the creator is, is John Logan, who's created this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, with shows like The Walking Dead, uh, Vampire Diaries, True Blood, mm-hmm. and obviously American Horror Story, they, they, you know they, these horror series are, are, are the are the money makers. So it's Penny Dreadful. It is about this kind of it's, it's a so Malcolm Murray. His name is. It's played by Timothy Dalton. He runs. It's kind of like a Ghostbusters kind of firm. I know it sounds crap, but that's almost <coughs> what they are, like Victorian Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's him and Eva Green. and, and Victorian Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, yeah, that's... Who are you going to telegram? And Josh Hartnett plays uh, like a Wild West gunslinger who's over from America doing the show and he is wicked with a gut like with a couple of pistols like he'll shoot mm-hmm. anything and he mo- anything moves he can shoot it out the air and see like shoot that. anything I'm crazy <laughs> man. yeah yeah so Eva Green <laughs> and uh and Timothy Dalton go along and they say to him we need we're going to pay you for a night's work you know whatever you see whatever whatever happens you can't ever tell anyone and if you if you want to join us afterwards you're more than welcome anyway they go on this this sort of monster hunt for a sewers of like a half mutant <coughs> half man monster thing and end up right. killing it and he's absolutely shot to the core so he's your way in you see what they're doing through Josh Hartnett right uh and and obviously he goes back. He's like, yeah. Next day he's like, I, I want to do. You know, I can't do a Wild West show after this. You got to tell yeah. me what's going on, kind of thing. So that's what it is. And it, put it this way: if Eva Green invited me to a club, like yeah. to, to join us, yeah, yeah, a little I've secret got, club, yeah, yeah. I'd just be like, yeah, go on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is this club? 
Actually, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Are you in it? I'm in it. She plays a wicked character, actually. There's some really... I mean, when the first episode started, it was some really, like, sort of scary moments in the very first few minutes, quite jumpy moments mm-hmm. uh, of, of a couple of women being attacked in a in an old wooden hut thing, which was really good, really well done. And there's a scene after that where Eva Green, she's uh, praying to God on a, on a, like, in a church, and she sees loads of spiders coming out of the cross, and one spider goes right up her arm uh, to her hand, and she looks at it, and this spy, it's a tiny little spider, and it does this little thing with its antennae, and just sort of points, it, points into her eyes, and her eyes go all glazed <coughs> and go all white, and it's like she's been given a vision from God. Right. So that's her character. So she sort of sees things. She sort of sees where monsters are. So she's 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 the hunter as such. She yeah. points me in the right direction of where they got to go. Um, but it's it's it, it's not very good. It's it's really glossy. Victorian London just doesn't look like Victorian London. It, it looks like it looks like modern Victorian. It's weird. It's a weird amalgam of of modern dress yeah. in a Victorian world. It's really glossy looking. It just it steampunk. Has it got any elements no, of that? Kind yet? of. It just doesn't look. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look real. Uh, especially if you've seen something like Ripper Street. I'm not saying Ripper Street's <laughs> any great, but it certainly looks like a dirty Victorian London. Really yeah. gritty. Covered in shit. Yeah, yeah. Filthy. Whereas this just you know looks like everyone lives to their ninety because everything's so clean. <laughs> and and that's just wrong. It, 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 it threw me straight away. Yeah. Uh, the, the script as well. It's do you know what it is? They, they, what they've done, and a lot of a lot of things do this. They will get a, a just a drama, just a human drama, and they'll they'll cloak it in a facade of 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 it being a horror show or yeah. a cop show, and it will just be about human relationships. And I think they've tried to do that with this. It's kind of almost like Dynasty uh, with the, with the sort of cheesiness that goes in oh, it, God. just but with everyone covered in blood. <laughs> uh, I mean, and they they got Doctor Frankenstein's in there. Uh, so you've got the monster, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's just, it's all a bit like, I've seen four episodes now and I'm like, this is, this isn't very good. To me, it sounds like a, like a, someone's got the leftover parts of something like a uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, it's very much and, like that. And Hellboy. Yeah, it could be that. Uh, it's right. got elements of Buffy in as well. It's got elements of those 90s shows where... Right. Well, well, actually, Marvel, Marvel Shield do it as well. Where the main protagonist, Josh Hartley, in this, they've always there's some mystery about them. So yeah, you don't yeah. quite know what they're about. So all the way, from, and that bore, that's boring to me. That's old hat. You know, Josh Whedon was doing that fucking twenty years ago, fifteen mm. years ago, with Buffy and all the rest of them, and Firefly as well. Well, I think Firefly is a, a good example of how to do it right. Right. Yeah. Because there's, right. there's no mysteries about um, the captain. Yeah. Yeah. That. He he's essentially the the audience in that. Yeah. So you, there's no like no uh, oh like but, but what about his secret past sort of thing? It's none yeah. of that bullshit. They're 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 finding out new adventures every time. Yeah, yeah. The same reason why Star Trek's so popular. Yeah, yeah. I think. But I mean, this this uh, this could have been good. This could have been really good. I mean, mm. you know, if there's all these sort of monsters. And like you said, it's very very much like League of League of Children and Gentlemen, which I really like as a film actually. Yeah. I I, I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but. Uh, it's not a great film, but th- th- that's better than this. Yeah, it's much better than this. This is uh, over over dramatized. The script's rubbish. The, the acting's good. The acting's really good. Eva Green does a terrible <clears throat> séance scene, um, which I don't know what they were smoking when they all decided to do it. But it's just one of the most cringeworthy twenty minutes of TV I've seen for a long time. Oh dear. Yeah, really bad. Uh, it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, it, it's. Do you think you'll carry on with good. it? Well, I've seen four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going for a little bit longer. I, I don't know how much longer mm. the cheesiness is starting to really grate on me. Do you know who makes it? Is no, it, is it an American thing or, is it, or look, is it a Sky exclusive? Is it? it looks like it's British. We're sprinkled in with like the, the Americans, <coughs> like Josh Hartnett, obviously yeah. Eva Green, wherever she's from. France. Is she French? Is she? So, yeah. Um, it's got a great cast, but it's just, it's just not very good. In fact, it's poor. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for, oh dear. Um, yeah. Well, what, that said, what would you give it? Um, so, sorry, saying that I, I think it's poor. I know your brother, for one, really likes it. Thinks oh, really? He thinks it's really good. Okay. So when I say it's poor, I'm I'm over. I'm hypercritical with a show because I I like my shows decent. Yeah. Really, yeah. like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, shit. Yeah. So anything <clears> that <throat> falls below that, I'm not I'm not interested in. So that's yeah. why I'm I'm probably a bit harsh on it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's probably much the same with me in 24. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got elements of twenty four, and it's always got elements. All these shows all, all mixed in, and it's just, it just doesn't work. It doesn't really know what he mm. wants to be. They're fucked up twenty four now. You know, you, you know, in my uh, well, in my review, it's sort of going off uh, kilter. A yeah, bit. yeah. In my review of twenty four uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I praised it for its good geography. Yeah, oh, they fucked it completely, <laughs> like to the to, to the worst degree I've ever seen. Go on. 
Well, the, the fact is, it's supposed to be in real time. Yeah. And uh, there was a scene where um, a like SWAT team left central London, it's supposed to be like around sort of Trafalgar Square ish, yeah. like Downing Street sort of way, maybe. Um, they left there, and five minutes later, literally five minutes later, because it's in real time, they were at some like country pile. And you right. see it like from outside, and there's like acres and acres of land around it and it's a massive like uh, like country pile like yeah. like a Scottish castle <laughs> really like me and Natalie looked at it and we were like Greenwich it's like no it's got not Greenwich like because it's got a river next to it and like loads of other stuff uh, we sat there trying to think we was like no they've, they've fucked it notching for planes no not yet. Yeah. it wasn't uh, what was it <laughs> Lady Boy Lane or whatever it's called um <laughs> No, yeah, and from that moment I was like, "Fuck's sake!" There's another bit in the latest episode where someone gets hit by a bus, and Natalie just went, "No, no, wrong, wrong." So she went, the number forty bus goes nowhere near there, and you went, like, and I was like, "Oh god, here we I mean, go." I wouldn't have got that, but like, yeah, yeah. If it's annoying her, it's got to be annoying, yeah, yeah, millions of people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fuck that noise. I'm still gonna oh, watch it. You still carry <laughs> it. It's a movie. I've got, I've got five episodes left, and then I'm done. You think you're done till he goes to Moscow, yeah, and probably. Japan, yeah, and wherever else he's fucking. Leytonstone. They should just do diff- different bits of London. Yeah, twenty-four Chingford. <laughs> twenty-four in Chingford. Jesus, <laughs> I gotta get to the Shell Garage, Colin. <laughs> um, so yeah, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, well, my two-word review is dreadful fact. <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Uh, so, what would you give it on I'll, a score? I will give it. I'll give it a five. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, would you Would you even consider recommending this to someone to pick up on the box set later on? Good God! Don't spend money on this. Okay. Fair enough. No. I mean, if it's, it's all on Sky on demand at the moment. If you If you want to If you want to catch it, be my guest. Um, you know. It, it, you know, it's, it's horror light. It's real horror light, and uh, it's not for me. Cool. Okay. So that's Penny Dreadful available on Sky uh, currently. Don't check it out. Yep. Don't check it. Out. <laughs> Don't check it. Out. Don't check it. Out. Dreadful. Okay, coming up now, we've got the Scattershot Test. Uh, we spoke about this last week. It's Colin's, Colin's newly invented game, newly minted game. Uh, and I've hastily scribbled down some uh, names for Colin to scat out. God. He's, uh, he's, he's the first thing that comes into his mind. Yeah. Remember, clean, clear thoughts. It's always clear. There's nothing up there. I'm cool. rubbish at this, by the way. Okay. <laughs> the game you invented. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm rubbish at it. <laughs> God. Um, it involves me being quick, and I'm not quick. But go okay. on. Uh, I'm going to put... I don't know what music to put under this. I'll tell you what, I'll let it be a surprise. You can yeah. hear it when it's suddenly <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be some sort of rousing yeah. music, uh, and I'm just going to scout out a list of names. Okay. Twenty names. <clears throat> Jesus. Ready? Yeah. And remember, people at home, please do feel free to play with us and uh, send us the names that you think of. So here we go. I've closed my eyes. Bill Murray. Grandpa Dave. Ryan Gosling. Uh, Blue Valentine. Nice. Salma Hayek. Uh, oh. Mexico once upon a time Mexico for some bizarre reason okay yeah <laughs> how bizarre uh, she's prominent on the cover of that I think I think that's why uh, Tom Selleck quickly down under <laughs> <laughs> wow that is a hell of a pull I love that film that's crazy <laughs> uh, Steve Buscemi Reservoir Dogs okay Michael Clark Duncan uh, Green Mole okay Hugh Grant Love Actually Bruce Lee Wild the Dragon. Casey Affleck. Oh, the, oh, the one I can't think of his name. Uh, Killing Inside, mate. Okay, yeah. yeah, good film, that. Yeah, yeah wicked film. Uh, Helen Hunt. As good as he gets. Helen Mirren. Oh, I said Prime Suspect, that's not a film. No. Uh, oh, I'd be the Queen. Okay. Uh, Helen the Bottom Carter. Sweeney Todd. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you like that? How weird, I've never seen it. Oh, really? How <laughs> bizarre. Fair enough. Uh, Tom Arnold. True Lies. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. T. Uh, Rocky Free. Okay, cool. Uh, Art Malik. True, true, true <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I do too. Uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, Kings of New York. Uh, Benicio Del Toro. 
Way of the Gun. Oh, good film, man. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy. It's, it's Batman. Um, what was he called? The Dark Knight Rises. Da- Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Alec Guinness. Star Wars. Okay. Um, yeah. Michael Caine. I'll get Carr. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's yeah, good yeah. fun. Yeah. Quigley Down Quigley Under. Quigley Down Under. Fuck me. That's the, that's the winning so far, I think. <laughs> that's, that's a great bizarre. one. Tom said it, though. That's a great one. Oh. <laughs> Killer Inside Me as well. I haven't seen that. I mean, I haven't seen it for, well, since it came out. I'd love to see that again. Did I say it right? Killer Inside Me? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that twice. That's a horrible film. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched a fairly moody copy of it, and it's a fairly moody film. Oh, it's well um, moody, that is. So, yeah, I mean, it must be on Sky at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's based on a book. Um, I can't remember the author now, but it was such a good film that I, I got the author's fir- first book. The uh, very, very Hungry Caterpillar, was it? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was, it was superb. Very much like the same thing. He does like really dark killers, and he was a sheriff in this, yeah. and it was such a good book. When you remember, uh, yeah. stick it on the, the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth it. His book, it's Jim Thompson. Is it Jim Thompson? I don't know. I'm sure it's Jim Thompson. The book okay. is 1280 Pop. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, I like that game. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's, it's wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wicked. We'll, uh, yeah, we're coming some more. Maybe some those directors as well. That's quite yeah. a good one for me and you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah anything other than that, we weren't very good at. <laughs> Game designers. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. First ADs. <laughs> Gaffers. Yeah. It was, it was the grip on like, Jaws. Yeah. Best boy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the sound of you tree? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting all like, getting all you tree up in this joint. Uh, okay, so that's cool. We'll play the, play some more of that next week. Yeah, and again, and tell uh, us, tell us uh, who, who did you when he said Tom Selleck? Did, did anyone else think quickly down under? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fucking amazed if they did. <laughs> but by all means, please uh, suggest your rundowns. Let's yeah, say, should we say yeah. twenty names? Limit twenty, 20 names. Yeah. I don't want to step on the toes of your games. Yeah, no, 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 twenty names is perfect. Uh, so yeah, just give us your twenty name list, and we'll read them out. We'll do yeah. them. We'll play, we'll play them. Yeah, uh, cool. Okay, so, uh, something else. Forever and always, I'm always here. Okay, I'm going to talk about another TV show now uh, called Happy Valley. Uh, it was it's on BBC. It's a BBC One exclusive. Okay, <laughs> uh, and it stars. Now this put me off. And when Sally said to me we should watch this show called Happy Valley, it stars Sarah Lancashire. Now, do you remember that name? Uh, was she in Cutting It? No, Coron- Well, she may have been. She okay. may have been, but she's in Coronation Street. I I've never watched that. I just, I just, just for oh. some reason, the the, the, the she name may well have been in Cutting It. So as soon as Sally says Sarah Lancashire from from Corrie, straight yeah. away like alarm bells ringing. Stay away, Colin. Stay away. But anyway, you know, I said, "All right, we'll give it a go. We'll give the first one a go." And she plays like a just a copper in a in a really grim northern northern town, like proper desolate northern. When's this set? Set now. One day. She plays a sergeant in in the police force, and she gets uh, she gets told that this bloke um, that she from her past is being released from prison, and he has uh, he 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 has something to do with her daughter's death. So there's that going on. Also, there's um, Steve Pemberton mm-hmm. plays uh, like a, an accountant for a, for a big firm, big local northern firm, uh, and his boss is uh, George Costigan. Uh, okay. I don't know if you know George Costigan. Yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. Rita Sue and Bob too. If yep, anyone yep. remembers that, he's his boss, and he goes in and he asks him. He asks him for some money because his youngest, his eldest daughter, has been let into a private school, so he wants a bit more money for his mm-hmm. job. And he doesn't. He says you're having a laugh, and you know, if I give you money, I'll have to give everyone else money. No, get out. You know, even though you've been with me for years and stuff. Yeah. So Steve, uh, Steve Pemberton gets the up, and he he shares. He goes to a caravan site. That's where he's got a caravan there with his family and stuff. Anyway, one day he's talking to the owner of this caravan site, who's a builder as well. And as they're as they're moving some bags, a load of weed falls out. Massive, massive bundles of weed. So they're right. drug dealers as well. Um, and they, they, they think he's going to grass them up and stuff. And he says, no, 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 in fact, I've got an idea. He says, seeing as you like, are into like, drug dealing that, why don't we, uh, my boss is like, worth a, a fortune, uh, and he's got a daughter who's at home from college, why don't, why don't we kidnap her? 
you right. can kidnap her. Uh, ask for half a million and, and give me, you know, give me some money so my daughter can go to uh, go to this private school. Yeah. So that's what it is. So they they do this sort of botched kidnapping thing, and Sarah Lancashire, Lancashire's the, uh, the, the 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 copper trying to sort sort what's going out. She's trying to find <coughs> this bloke who's just been released from prison, and also there's loads of drugs going on. You know, loads of drug deals and stuff. So she's yeah. trying to get to the bottom of everything, and this this kidnapping's happening quietly. They're trying to do it without the police. It's all really tense. Sarah Lancashire is a revelation. It's one of the best performances from a woman I've ever seen. Really, it is unreal. She's so good. It's just incredible. It's I can't believe she was in Corrie and she's gone from Corrie to this. Mm. The writing's superb. All the actors are superb. It's really tense. It's six episodes long. And the best thing about it is it's all about that one kidnapping awesome. all the way through. So it doesn't get wrapped up neatly at the end of one episode. Is it? Uh, is it finished? Is it still on? It's finished now. I'm sure if you go on the BBC uh, iPlayer, it should, should all still be there. Hopefully it's all Wicked. still there. Honestly, Alan, you've got to watch it. It's one of the one of the best things on telly I've seen for a long while. Wicked. Yeah, it, it finished last week. We watched the last one. We couldn't wait. It was it was brilliant. It ended brilliantly. Really dark. Really moody. Really violent. Um, grim. Grim up north. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's what they tell me. Yeah, and yeah, this 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 show, this show does show it to be really grim yeah. up there. Really, everyone's on drugs and stuff. No hope. It's it's great. But like I said, Sarah Lancashire, just watch it for her. It's incredible. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it? I would give it an. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. good. Yeah, I'm happy for something this good to come from the BBC as well. It's been a while since. You had yeah, a, yeah, a, a decent original BBC yeah. thing come through. Yeah, definitely. Well, when you see something like Penny Dreadful, and then you got this on the BBC, I mean, it, it, the writing in this is incredible. Mm. Really is. I mean, the writer is um, is uh, yeah, the writer Sally Sally Wainwright. Uh, and she's 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 like been a writer on Emmerdale, and she she was a writer and produced on Scott and Bailey, um, not particularly shows that I've ever seen or have any interest no. to see. But obviously, she writes strong female characters, and mm. and with Sarah Lancashire, she's she's made a really strong female, really intelligent, uh, put on character, put upon character, mm. which is it's just it's, it was a joy it was a joy to watch. Yeah. Is there any sort of comparisons to someone like you know Jane Tennyson? Yeah, well, yeah, you could say with Prime Suspect, but yeah, this one's got more hurt in her life. You know, she's really struggling with you know losing her daughter and stuff, mm. and she's bringing up a grand grandchild on her own, just her and her sister. <coughs> but it's just really good. It, it, again, like I said, like 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 Penny Dreadful has has built this human drama with a facade of, of horror. This is this has done that with the facade of a, of a cop drama yeah. around a crime drama around it, and it, this is how to do it. This is exactly how it should be done. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, two word review. Uh, grim beauty. Perfect. Yeah. So that's Happy Valley. Yeah. Uh, available now on. You reckon the iPlayer? I hope it's still on there. If it is, please watch it. It's brilliant. Okay. Cool. Highly recommended. Okay, uh, as per uh, what seem, seems to be uh, a regular occurrence now, yeah. we're going to do a little director rundown. Uh, try and keep this one as quick as we like. Yeah, we'll um, scatter shit these out. Yeah, we? We, we indeed will. A little, uh, a little pile of pebbles from the <laughs> scatter shot sphincter. Um, we're going to do uh, as per suggested by uh, a friend of Scatter Shot, Neil Colby. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, thanks for the suggestion, Neil. We're going to do uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. Good shout. Great yeah, shout. Fantastic shout. Um, a, f- a favourite of both of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, off we go. Yeah. We're going to start as we always do uh, the, with the latest film on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go with The Wall. Yeah. Which I've seen. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. It's, it's a half decent uh, sort of a woman goes into an asylum. Uh, and she sort of sees ghosts and stuff there, and there's stuff going on. It's, it's a pretty good, pretty yeah. good little horror, nice and jumpy, sort of kind of mellow, not violent or anything, but nice, no. nice jumpy, atmospheric little horror. That. What would you give it on the score? Uh, I'd give it a six. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it was a bit of a break uh, going backwards until 2006, where you've got a couple of episodes of Masters of Horror. Yeah, and I've seen all the Masters of Horrors. I used yeah. to have them all on on VHS. Yeah, uh, I don't know which ones he done. I did cigarette burns is the one I've seen, which right. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
but he also did Pro Life as well. Right, uh, okay. which is another one. I think they were both written by, and I'm just going to check this. Uh, a guy called Drew McWeeny. Uh, no, he, they didn't do Pro Life. Oh yes, he did actually. Yes, uh, Drew McWeeny. He was uh, used to be called Moriarty on Ain't It Cool. Oh, okay. He was a movie reviewer. Right. But he now writes for Hit Fix. Right. Uh, he does a column called Motion Captured. If you like, if you like your movies. Read this guy. He is the absolute bomb. He knows yeah. exactly what he's talking about. Um, yeah, he, he, in my eyes, he's, he's Roger Ebert. Okay, cool. He's a fantastic guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd give, I'd give Cigarette Burns, I'd give it an eight. I, yeah. I love it. I think it's brilliant. Cool. Um, 2001, The Ghosts of Mars. Yeah, it's unwatchable, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much unwatchable. Yeah. I don't even think I got through to the end of it. It's not great. No. Um, in fact, is that the one... It was like they had some sort of like, was it, I don't know, they were like vampire ghosts or something, wasn't it? They were like a weird alien race living there. It was just, yeah, it was rubbish. It's got Jason Statham in it. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, go to my, I'd give it a five. Yeah, if that. Yeah. yeah that's generous. Uh, 1998, we've got vampires. I really like vampires. Well, I, I don't watch anything James Woods. Yeah. I love James Woods. He's one of my favourites. But yeah, I, I, I quite like it. It's quite funny, right. isn't it? Yeah. It's quite tongue-in-cheek, quite yeah. violent as Not, well. It's, I don't think it's tongue-in-cheek enough. For me, like, yeah. if it was a little bit more, then it'd be like wicked because it'd yeah, be like yeah. a proper, almost like a comedy horror. Yeah, um, there's a good bit at the start of that though as well, where they're dragging that. They go to the nest, that vampire nest, and they start dragging them out. They use the the uh, the winch off the back of the, oh, the yeah. uh, back of the truck to duck, kick, they the, get the get the vampires down, hook them to the winch, and just drag them out to the sun. Yeah, that's a wicked, wicked like twenty minute scene at the start where they're dragging all the vampires out and killing them. Really like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good little film. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd, give it, I'd give it a six. Yeah, I'd give it a six. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, 1996. I can't believe this next one came out in 1996. It's Escape well, from LA. I've never seen it. You've never seen Escape from LA? No, I refuse to watch it. It's uh, it's all right. Is it? It's all I right. I just remember doing that surfboard bit. I remember seeing on the train yeah. surfboards with a gun in his hand or something. And it looked yeah. it looked really bad then, like effects-wise, <laughs> really bad. And I thought, I don't want to see that. Yeah, but it's not as good as the original. It's not yeah, a patch on the original, but uh, it's got some. It's got some all right bits. Yeah. It's got more. It's more snake. Got some merit to it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd give it a watch. Yeah. If it was on okay. now. I'd watch it. Okay. Uh, although it is like half past eleven as we're recording this, so <laughs> I probably I wouldn't watch it. Maybe I'd probably just go to bed. Um, but yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd give it. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Knocking on the door of seven. Uh, Village of the Damned. Yeah, I never saw the remake I've, either. I've, I've not seen no, it. It's Christopher Reeve, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, Christopher Reeve, Kirsty Alley, I believe. In 95? Yeah, Christopher why, Reeve? Why do you think he was in a wheelchair by then? I would have thought so. Um, no, maybe not. Unless he was I, I in think, a wheelchair, isn't it? I think you're right. Okay. It's also got Linda Kozlowski in it. What? Crocodile Dundee's wife? Yeah. Wow. There you go. Okay, wow, no. those two girls got big, didn't they? Put Kirsty Alley and yeah, Kuzlowski. maybe they hit some kids on the film set. <laughs> there, there was loads of them going around. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of kids on that set. What's going to happen? Christopher Reeve going to chase them? <laughs> no, he's not going to chase them. <laughs> now the next one is one of my favourites. In uh, fact, yep. I love In the Mouth of Madness. Yep, nineteen ninety four. In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, Sam Neill. I think it's a wicked. film. It's a great film. Really, yep. really dark, moody, mind fuck of a film about an author whose books come into life, basically, as, mm. as he writes them, and he goes to the town where the books are based. It's just a real mindfuck, quite a nasty little film, that. Yeah. A real, real return to form, that was, for him. Yeah, and it, it doesn't feel like a John Carpenter film Not at all, no. It does, really doesn't. No. no. It, it's, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to look now, because we're doing this fairly quickly, but I'd, I'd love to see like the, the cinematographer, who yeah. that was, unless yeah, it was him. Yeah. Uh, I reckon I've seen that film six times. Really? Yeah, I, that, I used to love it that much. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we've got a TV movie here called Body Bags. Have you yeah, seen that? Was, that? Yeah, there was a. It was like three short stories again, uh, or two. It might even be two short stories. I can't remember which ones he done, but I have seen Body Bags. You? I've never seen. No. It. Okay. Uh, not to my knowledge, anyway. Uh, 1992. Um, oh, sorry. In the mouth, Manis, I'd give an eight. By the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to ask. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give an eight. <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, memoirs of an memoirs of an invis- I can't even say it. memoirs of an invisible man. Colin. Now, I think that's. But I when I first watched it, I didn't like it. No, but I watched it again fairly recently, and it's all right. Yeah, it's it's half decent. You? Uh, I remember it being okay. Yeah, like I, I'm not really a. I but the effects are wicked of the Invisible Man in that. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, really. Now, good. Whenever someone says like Invisible Man to me, I always think of Hollow Man. 
Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, definitely, yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's the quintessential, really, Invisible Man film for our generation. Isn't yeah, it? I think Hollow so. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, even if it does get more than a little bit rapey, it it does get a bit rapey, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, if I was invisible, I'd do a lot more than than, than that. I mean, I'd do that, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd do a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be robbing banks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got. Uh, oh, my phone's gone off. Uh, it's They Live. Yeah, what a classic. Oh, that I is a classic, isn't it? I love They Live. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time when I was growing up. When I was a kid, me and my brother used to love that. Yeah. I used, to, I used to be able to quote it. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah. yeah. But that wicked fight between him and the rest there, isn't there? I think that uh, if, if you had to ask me, put guns in my head and say, what's the best fist fight in a film? I think yeah. it's that. Yeah. I, I genuinely think it is... The, the fight between Rowdy Roddy oh, Piper hardcore that uh, is. and Keith David yeah uh, Keith David I mean, for fuck's sake it's got Keith David in it <laughs> who is Keith David then? he's the, the the big black dude yeah no no um, no who, what you say, what, is he famous then? yeah, yeah he's, he's been in everything oh, is he? you'll hear his voice oh, okay. in absolutely everything alright oh, um, he was in Platoon he was in Crash uh, in Pitch Black, obviously. All oh, right. Um, he was like the the priest guy. Oh, was he that. the priest? Oh, of course yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 I mean, hang on. I'm just going to see his, how many he's got. Oh wow, he's got 229 credits in Jesus, his IMDb. Nearly thing. as many as Vinnie Jones. <laughs> uh, he probably made a better left back for Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the football. I know oh, something about the football. The football. There we go. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a wicked little sci-fi, wicked oh, little horror. Great little ending as well. Oh, it's perfect. And it's got that weird bird, Meg Foster. Is it Meg Foster? With the weird eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funky fucking eyes. She She's was, she, was, she was weirder looking than the aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that. But yeah, really funny film. Very tongue-in-cheek, that film. Great action. Quite tense as well. And just a great, great little film. Yeah. I mean, what would you give it? I'd give that a nine. Yeah, I'd go nine. I love Daily. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um, 1987. He, he does. He pops these out, doesn't he? he yeah, um, he did back then. Prince of Darkness. Now, do you know what? I saw this. I saw this as a kid, and I was into gore. Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't appreciate it, but I would love to watch it again because I think, looking back now, I think that was a, a that was a little classic, and I've kind of skipped over it through being immature yeah. I think if I watched that now I think I'd give it a much higher score than I would do from my early viewing what would you give it now I, I, well I don't know if I was, uh, uh, from back then I'd probably give it a 6 Okay. but I reckon I definitely want to watch that again and if I do I'll re-review it because I've heard a lot of people talk about this and also if you go on if you go onto IMDB and look into the the critic reviews and the user reviews they literally every one of them says that it's his best film so I've got to go back and revisit yeah. that at some point. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we'll find a time to. Well, I think we've got time over the next three weeks to maybe track it down and watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, we'll, maybe we'll catch up on that next. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got Prince Darkness. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, nineteen eighty-six. Great, great 1986, film. Eighty-six. That film. Came that out. film got panned when it came out. Yeah. I loved it. I yeah. still love it. I liked it then. I don't like it now. Do you not? Yeah. I, 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 back in the day, I probably would have given it like an eight. Um, I think it, it's close. It's batshit crazy though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's bonkers. It's a bonkers film. Bonkers film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, personally, now, it's a six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go in between. I'll say a seven. Okay, fair enough. Um, 1984, we've got Starman. Is that Jeff Bridges' one? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will go with, uh, for that, I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I'll, I'll go six, Starman. Yeah. It's all right. It's got Karen Allen in it, though, so that's okay. good. Okay, five. <laughs> how, could, how dare you about Marion Ravenwood? Uh, okay, uh, 1983, John Carpenter released Christine. Yeah, it's it's okay, Christine. It's, it's, it's a killer right. carder, isn't it? Yeah. It's, what what are you going to do with that? It's hard to do anything decent with that. I'm amazed that he did that film after the film yeah. that we're going to talk about now. Yeah. Which is the thing. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's it's my, it was our favourite horror. Mm-hmm. It's in my top five of films of all time. Uh, I just think it's incredible. We we spoke a lot about the thing. It's yeah. just it's just one of the best horrors ever made. I think it's a perfect film. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's yeah. actually a perfect film. It's a ten all day long, yeah. twice on Sundays. Yeah, um, and it's still brilliant. It's still brilliant now. Yeah. You watch it now. It's ageless, timeless. It's yeah. just brilliant. The effects hold up. Everything holds up. The acting, the, the script, the cinematography, the the, the the alien itself. Not to forget the score. The score. God, the horrible, yeah. foreboding score. All well, the I think way we can say it. that about all John Carpenter films. Yeah. He scores them himself. Yeah, I mean, the Assault um, Precinct 13 uh, score was oh, grim as well. Amazing. Yeah. Um, have you seen the, um, I guess it's the prequel to the thing? 
Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah They've called you, it a thing. Yeah. I, I didn't like the fact that they had to put have a girl in it. I, I didn't like that. What no. a girl to have in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Very much your your type, that is, mm. isn't it? What's her name? Um, Mary Elizabeth Winston. That's it, yeah. I mean, she's good in it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. I, the, whole, the whole thing of the thing was, was it was just all men. And it was so different to have just a load of men. And... and to have a girl in it, being and and sort of leading things as well. She sort of mm. turns up. She's the American. Everyone else is Norwegian because it's Norwegian base. Yeah, and she ends up sort of running the whole show within twenty minutes of the film. It was it was unrealistic. Um, it kind of ticked the boxes as you go along. Like in the original thing, they go to the base and you see the yeah. bloke who's cut his own throat open or his wrists, and it's all frozen in blood tick that's there yeah the big uh square hole in the, in the floor where the aliens burst out of tick yeah. that's there so they do all that but it was just a little bit soulless mm. the, and it, yeah i never thought of it like that yeah um so you so you see have you seen have you seen the prequel there yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah okay what was your what, what did you think more or less is that the same i didn't really get i mean i knew that they were hitting points for the to, to lead into the, the the proper film yeah as we're gonna call it yeah um but yeah i never thought of it like that i mean it's uh it does just feel, it just feels like a remake but yeah. before I mean I, I think what he should have done is to do it with all the Norwegians yeah. but do it completely subtitled yeah yeah, yeah do it in, yeah. in, Nor- in the, Norwegian yeah. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. it completely subtitled as, even if he did it like minimal speak as possible he even did it like almost to a sort of like primer level yeah yeah where yeah. It's, it's like overly complicated yeah tried to make it because the, the proper the thing um, John Carpenter's the thing I should say because yeah. it's the third remake of the, the story yeah um, is uh, you know it's it's proper dirty yeah they're, yeah, they're yeah. roughnecks they're oh, not yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're, it's not a clean lab that looks like a vodka bar yeah on Oxford Street it's a you know it's a, an yeah, horrible they're rough in it yeah it's an horrible place to be yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the, the prequel does seem a little too clinical yeah. As in, like, oh, it was nice before these bastards turned up. Yeah, but I, 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 I mean, I would have, I'd, I'd, I'd have bought that because Norwegians in themselves are very sort of clinical and, and cold and clean kind of people. I, I could have, I could have bought that. And like you said, if they'd have made it like you said with in subtitles, just Norwegian based, and then finding an alien, I mean, that would be a dirty little film. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we'd be giving it ten out of ten, but 100%. no one would have seen it. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's why yeah. that film would never be, get made. Do you remember who directed it off the top of your head? No, I haven't got All a clue. Right, fair enough. No. Um, but as we say, the thing perfect ten. Yeah. Uh, preceded by Escape from New York. Yeah, fantastic film. Yeah. What a, what a eighties film that is. That is a definitive eighties yeah. film for me. Yeah. I just loved it. Snake Pliskin. What a character. Kurt Russell. Great actor. Just loved it. Donald Pleasance as well. Yeah. He's, he's used Donald Pleasance in three of his films. What the others? Uh, Prince of Darkness yeah. and Halloween. Okay. Um, I don't know how many times he's used uh, Kurt Russell. Quite a few, if we have a look. Yeah, I'm not going to work that. No, out. no, it's quite a few. Um, is it is New York the one with Steve Buscemi in it? Oh, I don't know. No, I think actually, I think it's L.A. All right, okay. I think it's L.A. Um, yeah, no, because uh, Escape from New York is Donald Pleasant. Is um, yeah, it's the pre- he's the vice president, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I'm thinking of the the guy who's the uh, taxi cab driver uh, who was in. Uh, the Poseidon Adventure, the Presidio Adventure, <laughs> the Presidio Adventure. Yeah. Mark Harmon. No, no. I've got IMDb on my phone. I'm going to kick myself when I say it, and I'm not going to cut this out. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. Ah, good old yeah. Ernest. Yeah, and he's quality in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's good. Right, this go. is just a great little film. It's so different from anything else, like a proper science fiction action film, really. Yeah. Uh, very dark, really dark. I mean, if you got a pirate copy of that, you'd be fucked, wouldn't you? Back in the days <laughs> yeah. on VHS pirate, because yeah. that film is fucking dark, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Pliskin's just the perfect anti-hero. Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, real mean motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give that a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 1980, 1980. Man, this is making me feel old. Uh, the Fog. Again, I love The Fog. Yeah, it's, it's one great. of my favourites. It's, uh, it's Tom Watkins, isn't it? I think I think it's Tom Watkins. Who's like a, almost like a horror cult figure, like Tony Todd is. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just a, just a great little film, The Fog. It's, it's, it's got that nice sort of, sort of uh, harbour like midwestern American small t- harbour town feel to mm. it and all this is going on with these pirates coming out of the fog to, to kill people with their hooks and that. I just thought it was a fucking great little film it is it's brilliant yeah um, what would you give it I'll give that a nine it's one of them I get. I, I see that that's on at like one o'clock in the morning on it's a on Saturday all the night. time it's on all the time and yeah. I'll watch it every time it's on <laughs> every single time I like, what would you give it Al uh, I'd, I'd give it an eight okay I'd give it an eight yeah um, 
I haven't seen it for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but when I did see it, I thought it had aged a bit, but it's still brilliant. It's still yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, I'm going to do this TV movie, which is Elvis. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, I've seen it. It's Fantastic. all right. I think yeah. I really like it. Yeah, and that's Kurt Russell as well as Elvis, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I, I will. I'll give that. I'll give it an eight. Yeah. Okay. I think it's really good. Okay. I'll give it a six. I can't stand Elvis, but okay. Um, <laughs> we got someone's watching me next, which is a, a TV movie. I've, I've oh, never okay. seen that. Right. Someone's. Um, yeah, it rings a bell. Don't remember it. Okay. Uh, Halloween. Well, what can you say about Halloween? Uh, it's incredible. It's very short. <laughs> well, yeah, about 70 minutes, isn't it? 70 uh, minutes or 78 minutes. I'm going to say 78 minutes of a final answer locked in. One hour, 31 minutes. Oh, well, it feels really short. Yeah. Not, not, not a great deal happens in Halloween, to be honest with you. No, it's a lot of build-up. Yeah. There's a lot of build-up and a lot of sort of shots of him on a street corner, like watching them from a distance. <laughs> 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 dirty old synthesizer going on the yeah. background but again a, a fantastic film and even now I'll still watch that I'll still watch that on Halloween I will always watch Halloween cool it's the <laughs> quintessential Halloween film <laughs> uh, oh well I'd say trick or treat but that's a different oh thing. well yeah okay fair um, enough <laughs> I will not argue with that <laughs> fair enough uh, okay 1976 was Assault and Precinct 13 again one of my favourites as well yeah absolutely stone cold classic that is yeah 100% and it is hard that is a hard hard film that is I mean they even kill a little kid in there yeah yeah, yeah. I mean proper like shoots him shoots a little kid with an ice cream <laughs> with a silent self at point blank range just goes flying on the floor it's like fuck naughty little film that yeah wicked. I mean I'd, I'd, I'd give it an 8 yeah 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 I yeah I'm with I, you on that I think it's fantastic yeah um, and uh, well, there's we do one more. There are yeah. some uh, some more like shorts some very and stuff. Well, I mean, so. I've never seen any of that. Yeah, which is a uh, 1974 is Dark Star. Yeah. Now you you say so you saw this recently? Well, I've, I've seen I've seen about 20 minutes of it. I recorded it because I thought I've never seen it. So I watched the first 20 minutes. It's really funny from what I've seen so far. It's just like a motley band of uh, crew in space. Yeah. Uh, and they're just fucking about kind of thing from what I've seen so far. But uh, it, it seems really funny. But mm. very very dated, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's sci-fi and it's dreadful. But <laughs> yeah. have you? Uh, I have seen it. It was it was such a long time ago. Um, that I, I, I don't think I could comment. Yeah, oh, fair enough. But um, I mean, that is a filmography to die for, isn't it? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, there's there's at least there's at least three films on here that yeah. any director of this or anybody oh, yeah, would would, would, would kill to have. Mm. Um, I mean, even yeah. some of the lesser ones. I mean, it's you know, it's things like you know, when you get down to stuff like vampires and. Um, I don't know arguably memoirs of an invisible man yeah oh, yeah I said it second go well done um, you know people even <laughs> yeah, there they've got, they're, they're they're got a good merit to them yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's it, I know I've said it but I don't think it should go unnoticed that he does do all the score for. I think yeah. he's done the score for all if not or most if not all of his films uh, and that, that's, it's as much a part of the films as yeah. anything that he does I mean they live the thing Escape from New York The Fog Halloween and Assault and Precinct 13 I mean fuck me in the mouth of madness eight, and in the mouth of madness still yeah. late and night eight nines and tens right? yeah that's an incredible filmography right? yeah uh, I mean I, I can't remember how old is he I mean he's, he's getting oh, on he's a bit well now. old now he's uh he's boy well, 66 he looks a lot older oh, he, <laughs> he has done a lot of drugs yeah I bet he has wow he looks fucked <laughs> Come on, John, keep it going. <laughs> Maybe we'll post a photo of him on our scattershot yeah. page, Facebook page. Should have said, guess how old this man is. Yeah. Uh, he's got an upcoming project called Darklehide. Oh, okay. Uh, which I'm looking at. Okay. Um, and the synopsis of that is, Southern teenager Ariel Clyde is transformed into creatures from her nightmares. Sounds very... Guillermo del Toro sounds awesome yep I'm liking the sound of that uh, genre drama fantasy horror sci-fi thriller wow you've missed out comedy on that <laughs> you've missed out romantic <laughs> yeah rom-com yeah uh, so yeah that, that's John Carpenter yeah what a legend what, what a guy what a yeah. guy to do yeah yeah um, and it's, it's good that he doesn't shy away from uh, TV stuff as well yeah yeah I mean yeah. you can see TV movies just dotted in there yeah. I, think, I think if it appeals to what he wants to do then he'll do it yeah especially stuff like Masters of Horror um, and Elvis as well. Yeah. Although I guess he's probably a pretty big Elvis guy. Yeah, he must be. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But yeah, he's he's, he's just a bit, one of the best horror directors there's ever been. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear that? I did hear that. I think we got a mic as well. Sorry, oh god. Colour kind of just popped. It popped with excitement thinking <laughs> about John Carpenter. It almost sounded a bit like one of his scores. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, sorry, 
Uh, cool. So that's John Carpenter. Uh, that's uh, I think that's more or less enough for episode fourteen. Yeah, lovely. I, I've enjoyed episode forty. Oh, really good. We've done yeah. it. We've yeah, another, we're there. Another. Oh, we're there. We finally made it. <laughs> we're there. Uh, another little milestone yeah. in the scattershot pantheon. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for all your continued support. Please do uh, continue to support us. Yeah, yeah. And, Any uh, ideas as well on directors and uh, as, uh, you know, we want to review. Yeah, and, and please do send in your um, your lists for the scattershot test. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is, um, and your answers that, from what we've done as well. Yeah, just, just send us loads of shit. Yeah, send us shit. we'll send uh, Colin Brown dressed as Snake Pliskin. Yeah. And I'll be dressed as Ernest Baldwin. So yeah, I guess there's enough for me, for, uh, Alan Porter. Uh, I'm Colin Briscoe. And that's a Scattershot 40 for you good people. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.